Jay Susie. Downloads of this show are available on Potomatic.com and the Potomatic mobile app. Hi, y'all. I'm Marie. I'm Katie. We are Reformed Whore. That's also the name of our band. And you're listening to Mockumental. Comedy music radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. With Killy Mockstar Dwyer. Turn on, tune in, mock out. Come feel funny with us. This is Mockumental on Radio Free Brooklyn. Oh. to Radio Free Brooklyn. I'm Killy Mockstar Dwyer and welcome to Mockumental, where we feature indie, local comedy, music, and theater and the artists who create it. Tonight we are super jazzed to have Eve Blackwater and Joe Crow Ryan in the studio for a deep tissue interview, live jams, and call-in questions from you out there in the real world. Our Mock Bottom drinking game will be to drink every time we get a listener call-in, so call in at 718-928-9732. Mock Bottoms up. Let's feel funny together. Threes. 
But all those swimming girls. Without the confidence and style of a cheater, just tattooed her. Everyone he done done Riding on bass But you got the shoes of my feet Devil come on down Meet me by the road Pack a rabbit mortgage To her cells Get the money and run And do what we done done Meet me in the dark Or take the road I got my body But he got my soul Get it back, get it back Me once again hope Every man here made the same bad deal Give it up for a kiss with the devil's shield Nothing in return, just a great big burn Well, I don't my time, the lessons learned That's why we wait in the dark by the train tracks Telling what's left to get our souls back We'll get them back, yeah. out there in the real world. It's Killy Mockstar Dwyer. You are listening to Mockumental here on Friday night. It is, uh, we are here in March. We're making it. We're almost there, everybody. Um, of course, we have listeners from all over the world, so you might have wonderful uh, weather, but we've had a, a kind of a bleak uh, winter. I mean, in my opinion, maybe it was just because I was suffering from um, 
artist fatigue or something. But uh, we have a great show coming up for you over the next couple hours. We have two of my favorite people here in the studio. It is like chock full of talent. Um, and uh, it's Eve Blackwater and uh, my good friend, uh, Joker Ryan. So they are both Brooklynites and um, here to give you lots of fun weird, odd, interesting, and unique music and stories from their lives. Uh, and that was who you heard uh, up first, uh, Joe's song, um, I Want to Be a Pirate. Uh, it is I Want to Be a Pirate. If I were, if I were a pirate. Thank you. I, my eyes aren't as good as they used to be. I used to be able to read all the way across here. Uh, and then we had Second Repeater by Eve. Um, and you're going to hear from both of them. I just wanted to, up front, uh, we, had so, we have business uh, to attend to. Uh, I wanted to mention the um, RFB Teen Squad, which I think is really cool uh, that we're reaching out to teens who want to uh, learn uh, media skills and practices and broadcast your own shows live, learn podcasting, um, learn how to do this magic that I'm doing right now. Uh, we have a was great... That, that studio we went into that was nicer <laughs> it, than ours. It's so <laughs> nice. The studio is amazing. Yeah. It's uh, it's up on I think the 10th floor yeah. and it's, it's gorgeous and it's got all new equipment and it's a great place to learn um, audio production, live broadcasting, reporting, news gathering. And it's really important to us to be a part of the community and uh, reach out to all sorts of different people, ages, uh, groups, and, um, and and to have you come in and learn uh, how to do what we're doing. I, I learned on the fly, kind of, babe, right? I don't know. You're still learning. I'm still learning. That's true. There is no truer. There's nothing truer said in the world than those words. I am still learning forever. Um, if you want to call in tonight, the number is 718-928-9732. I actually know it better than my own phone number. Uh, you can call in with questions, comments, requests. Uh, you can prank call us. We don't really care. We're just happy to hear from you guys. Uh, let's just like, let's jump right in. Why not? You guys are, you guys, have you tested your headphones? Do you feel, and you're not Joe's, he's opted out of headphones, which I like. Well, for going, the moment. For, for the, the moment. moment. Unless we get a phone call and then we'll, then we'll pop them on. Um, and, and uh, so why don't you say hi, hi Eve first, ladies first. Hello. Uh, thank you for being here. Thank you. It's for been a long me. time coming for sure. For both of you, Joe, say hi. Hi, Joe Crow Ryan. I'm like, so people can get to know your voices. Like, who's who? I mean, like, who is Eve and who well, is Joe? I mean, it's like impossible to tell by your voices. Um, but no, I, I know both of you from. God, I don't know. I mean, Joe, I, I met in the subway first of all. G train. Yeah, the G train, the G train. That was your that was your spot for a long, long time, and you know it's just it's not the same without you around over there anymore. It's just it's it's not as fun to go to the subway. It's not it's not like you're not going to have a Joe Crow Ryan spotting, you know. Then why even leave the house? Well, I've been nodding my head all through what Kelly's been saying. It's all true. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> I did leave, who- <laughs> and uh, I, I do have a couple of people who busk, uh, who I feel I've left the subways in good hands. Uh, mm. Lena Pierce comes first to mind. Oh, yeah. I know Lena mm-hmm. busks. Absolutely. I don't know if Eve busks as a regular thing or if at all. I did it actually for a year in Europe um, and made kind of a living, yeah. a, a scanty living. Hey. Yeah, that. it's a scanty a living life. nonetheless. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I have done it for fifteen minutes and then twenty minutes. Yeah, here in the U.S., it's just uh, it I takes a tough over. skin and also a tough voice. 
Yeah. Like, it's very, very difficult on your voice. You, I mean, you both have amazing voices in your own right. I mean, it's for real. I mean, you tend to have sort of a, um, a just delicate, sexy, yeah, sensual heard the tone. Off. Oh, I've heard them. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it takes a real, I mean, it's a, it's a different kind of feel to like have to scream over a subway train coming in or, you know, people having these huge lo- live, loud conversations or uh, it's, it's a different, there was, animal than there was definitely that but then also it was it was like i felt like people either really liked me or really hated me depending mm-hmm. on the song so mm-hmm. i started just playing the songs that people liked over and over right. again which meant um a lot of tedious. there was a there was jolene yeah and that johnny cash song about trains that yeah. i can't remember the name yeah. of. and i would just do those over and over and over again and people would put money in there and then I would think you know I could just be bartending and get to do something different yeah 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 and also giving a lot of advice as a bartender is one to do. Mm-hmm. You, I think you do. Well, I think actually, Joe, you kind of did both when you were in the subway. You were giving advice and you were playing music. Well, in, I got a lot of advice in from the you. Subway, unsolicited a lot. and solicited. Yeah. <laughs> well, you mentioned about singing over the train. I did that at first. Then you kind of and I had I have I won't demonstrate said chops here, mm-hmm. but I could be. You have a sturdy. I could voice. hear myself over a train, right? But you have then a I said, voice. no, that's defeating. So I created as one of my lasting legacies, train solo. Oh, no. So when the train came, I would call out train solo, and then, let it happen. Everybody come and go, and then pick up on the next note. Uh, that's or, a good way to do it. Yeah, so that's where, and also the idea. You should teach the master class, Joe. Well, doing it, doing it full time for years. There were times when I did have weak voice, mm-hmm. and I learned to just breathe past that. Mm-hmm. It's like the mm-hmm. idea of just blowing, relax, and blow. The sound will come out, and the idea that you don't have to really broadcast to everybody in the subway. Mm-hmm. It's like the people who hear you hear you, right? And those who listen listen. I think it's all, you know, I mean, I hate to always go back to the diaphragm, but it is about the diaphragm. But it's, it's when you're well, in the moment, you forget sometimes about, bre- about breathing. You're like, because you get caught up in the song and what it's about, or you're like looking at all these people, yeah. like looking at you or whatever it is that you're caught up. In. You, it really is like breathing kind of becomes this, if it's not, um, uh, yeah, you think it's easy. you think it's just something you do naturally, but not when you're singing. It's, well, you got to really instead of looking. Since we brought the diaphragm up, and we could have a whole show just discussing. Oh God, this, it's which amazing. I hope we don't. But <laughs> we won't. I, <laughs> I'll die. This. I, I came to see the diaphragm as the unconscious portion of it. Yeah, like the diaphragm has no conscious control. Mm-hmm. But what has conscious control is the rest of the muscles, the belly, open the belly up. And opening the back ribs up Back ribs was the biggest thing for me because mm, I could ribs. just picture no, myself like a bellows or big round bellows just opening up like a cone Yeah, in and out and uh, not That's having a, good, a lot of effort and then just blowing, 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 blowing. To like, like picture horn. it, you know, sort yeah. of rather than... Yeah. Uh, so rather than like feeling it, it's mm. almost like a get something mentally there in your in your in your brains. Um, yeah, and maybe th- a last thing about on the subway is that I came to the conclusion that it does not matter. I'm not responsible for yeah. people listening to me or not. 
Yeah. Or liking you or not. Or liking me or not. Yeah, you can't, yeah, you know, I mean, easier said than done. I mean, that takes some wisdom and some time to come to, I I, I think. (laughs) But um, I think, uh, I I wouldn't call what I did busking, but a a few times what I would do is in the uh, L train tunnel on the way from Brooklyn into Manhattan, I would do Ben Kingsley. And I just, man, that was interesting times, you know, because either everyone was just fucking pissed and thought I was just a horrible person or they were like, I totally get it. And it almost depended on which way I was going. Like if I was coming into the city or going into Brooklyn, it was weird. Uh, but it was, it was, it takes a lot of balls, you know? Um, it takes a sturdy, um, diaphragm. <laughs> and, uh, Eve, I, I, it's funny that we were talking about the diaphragm because when I, one of the times that I remember us first interacting, we were at, I was at Otto's, Shrunken Head, and I had a show and I was like, I hate my, my voice and I have a note or whatever. I was thinking I was sick or whatever it was. And I came off and you were like, um, I don't. <laughs> you're like i don't think you have a note you I don't have that. i don't I hear any that. like problem with your voice at all and i'm like i i i just i was told i have a note and you know whatever <laughs> and i was like dr eve has spoken that's so funny that you remember that because i remember that really clearly yeah, yeah, yeah. and um and like, was- who is this creature telling me like I mean, yeah. we kind of knew each other, but not like not really, really well. You were really. like, let me give it to you straight, girlfriend. Your cool. fucking voice is fine. Partly, I was I was excited to meet you mm-hmm. and talk to you. That I think that was our first I'm amazing. Actual, what can I say? Well, you were one of the cool girls. I am the coolest. You were one of the cool girls. <laughs> and um and I felt like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go show her that I know stuff too. <laughs> and you did. <laughs> Actually, it really stuck in my head because it almost just takes someone telling you. Um, that you're okay to make, you know, someone outside of all of the thoughts and pressures and feelings and, you know, everything mm-hmm. that you get caught up in in a set and then, you know, you come off and, and someone's like, you're fine. You'll be fine. You're going to be fine. And I was like, oh, I, mean, I think I'm going to be fine. The power of the brain is crazy. <sighs> Mind body connection is crazy. You? Can I, I have a story. Can I tell sure. a story? That's why we're here. Okay. Cause so I, we do. I couldn't think of any. Yeah. Cause I was so sure I would have enough. No, you'll have plenty. Trust me. The time it ends up flying by and then you're not able to tell all your stories. Oh. So you go for this one. All right. Well, so I haven't, um, I haven't had a drink in over three and a half years, almost four. Um, and that is like for real, not, not a sip, not a, no alcohol. Um, and you know, you kind of, I, I have my own balance with that about things that are okay. Um, and I eat muscles that have been cooked Mm -hmm. in wine Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I had last night and I just feel like that's, that's fine. That's fine. Um, it, all, it all cooks off. Last <laughs> night I was at work and the the kitchen cooked my food in kind of a rush, um, not realizing it was mine. Mm-hmm. And uh, there wasn't enough sauce, so they just threw a couple of glasses of sherry in there. Oh, no. Um, oh, you were like, wow. <laughs> so I'm like... I don't know, but so so anyway, so I ate the muscles, Sherry's, and then I'm like, Sherry slurping. doesn't count as liquor, does it? I don't know. Oh, well, as I'm slurping up the the broth, <laughs> and I'm getting like a little dizzy, smelling it, and I'm like, somebody taste this, and and uh, and everybody was like, whoa, the alcohol did not cook off there. Oh no. Um, and then I, I just had like a very small freak out for like half a second, um, 
But then you were kind of tipsy, so you were like, okay. I was, the thing was that I wasn't tipsy, but since my brain thought that I was, mm-hmm. I couldn't walk in a straight line. Oh, I couldn't yeah. make eye contact with anybody. I was all like, be normal. I was trying so hard to be were normal. They like, were they upset for you? Like, were they, I, didn't, I didn't share this yeah, with, you were with like, anybody. I'll just go to the bathroom like, and heavy breathe for like totally. five minutes. And I'm like, meanwhile, I'm like sweating. My pulse is racing. I can't walk in a straight line. Mm-hmm. I left the building. Then I remembered that I hadn't done my paperwork. I come in like walking all tippy walked into like a, a chair saw my boss like, I'm, I'm glad like, I'm not driving hi, hi hi everybody just for just and then I filled out my paperwork and people were like what's up with her and I'm all like ducked out and was like wait a second that was all in my mind the mind the mind the mind oh if we, only we can tame it not tame it because that's a that's not the right word, but you uh, use it as a tool rather than a weapon tool. against ourselves, you know? Uh, as Craig mentioned in the beginning, I'm always learning, and that's why part of the reason I do the show, and I have all my good artist friends come in because they're very wise people. Uh, they're emo- very emotionally connected people. They're very uh, deep, um, interesting, and with uh, varied lives, like lots of things happening in their lives, so I trust them. Uh, about as far as I can throw them, but I can throw people pretty far. Uh, you'd be surprised how far I could throw you, Joe Crow. Um, in fact, after the show, we're going to go outside and we'll see what we can do. Um, so let's do this, Eve. I, I feel like you know how, like, when a musical builds and so much in emotion that like a song is coming. That song that 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 just kind of made me feel like a song needs to come out of you. Like, why why not just go for it? If that chord is bothering you, uh, just hang up your things and. Yeah. All right. No, 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 no. Keep it up. It's it'll get. <laughs> it becomes a boiling heater. And I like it because it's like this. There's like little nuances of sound in the background. Oh. Like okay. It. So this song. Um. Uh, back back when I drank and and did a lot of drugs, I also got fired from a lot of jobs. I did not know there was a connection there. <laughs> Um, so I got fired from a job for exactly what you would think. And then I went home and did exactly what you would think. Um, drink and, you know, drugs. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh. That was what I was thinking. Yep. Yeah, I was thinking that. And then all of a sudden there was a baby dinosaur in the room with me. I know. It was really cool. And I remembered that that job owed me some money. Um, so me and the dinosaur went to go get my money. And when you bring your dinosaur to your old job and ask for your money, they give it to you. Mm. Um, so I wrote a song about it. I went down to the pet store. And I bought myself a baby dinosaur, cutest little thing that you ever did see. A bitty baby reptile that belongs to me. Oh, there's the guitar. Growl, growl, hiss and roar. That's what I do when I'm with my dinosaur. She ate the neighbor's cat. And throw it up on the floor What do you expect? She's just a baby dinosaur My baby dinosaur She's a bad buddy And I couldn't ever love her more She sleeps all snow 
Like that was the roar at the end. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm feeling that. I'm, I want the dinosaur to go with me to collect some payments that I'm due for doing bad things. <laughs> uh, like today. Um, I, uh, you know, I want to know. Now, I didn't put you two together like I'm Hervis, but you do come from the same. You, Joe and, and Eve come from the a similar scene. Now you guys oh, both have separate scene. You know, we're, you guys get all. Both of you do many, many different things. So there is not a, just a one thing. But have you guys interacted before and um, played together in the same night, or do you? There's there something that you know, like you know, is there something you can say? Well, I'm convinced That's positive. <laughs> whether whether it's true or not that Eve came to the uh, Goodbye Blue Monday open mic at least once or twice. Yeah. I don't think I've ever actually been to the Goodbye Blue Monday open mic, <gasps> but I did go to your little Skips open mic Ooh. a few months ago. Yeah, right. but you couldn't play and you have an outstanding wild card. I do. So- I do. And every time every time Tuesday comes around and I'm I'm like... I could go there. Every or Tuesday. Or I can stay in my cocoon. Eve could be at, are we allowed to say Yeah, let's skips? do this now. Let's do, because this seems like a good time to do it. And, and Little Skips has brought together, a good, it started as Goodbye Blue Monday, but yeah. has now moved to. But also like the defunct sidewalk, that's where mostly. Right, exactly. And R.I.P. sidewalk. Um, well, I'm pouring one out for my homie <laughs> um, over here. Um 
but you know what I wanted to kind of transition the show into not fully this because I don't want because I've been a part of so many scenes that have been important to me you know comedy music had started the show because there wasn't anything else like it on the station or really in a lot of places and if there were there weren't very many women in those places where they were playing comedy music or so but what I found was a very easy transition and actually seemed to uh, flow and ebb uh, very easily was um, anti-folk and comedy music because the quirkiness of anti-folk really kind of feeds into that. You know, it's not, I like, I, I've never been a straight up comedy musician. I think I'm a dark comedy musician. And I think kind of that, that is what maybe anti-folk is in a bit, it, you know, it's not fully just dark comedy you can't just say one thing about it but um you know that's where the connection is for me and so that i feel like i'm doing over the next i think year of the show is um finding a place for all of us to come um obviously little skips is going to be one of those places so let's talk about that but also my radio show um and it's happening like that's that's what a community does if they really want to stick together they can um it's the it's the uh leaders and the um people who are the glue that connect everything and it's our our, it's our it's our job to do that and you've been doing that for a long like a long time goodbye blue monday that was hap- that started six seven years ago 2009 god that's lead that's august, more than the first that's tuesday, 10 years ago the first tuesday in august. that's 10 years yeah and were you did you want to transition out of the subway but you were you were doing both at the time correct uh yeah that, or uh, no, you don't. Well, there were the two kind of happened as separate entities. Mm-hmm. Like the Dan Costello was the right originator of the Tuesday teacup at the Brooklyn Tea Party before Obama was elected. Mm-hmm. It was in the tea factory mm-hmm. home venue, and they had a Tuesday acoustic. Whoever comes, let's play. Right. And then people were moving out of there, and that's when we went to Goodbye Blue Monday, and mm-hmm. Goodbye Blue Monday was August. After the Bushwick Book Club, the Bushwick Book Club did the Bible, which was a huge turnout. What a massive wow. turnout of songs. Many of the authors, you could tell they had read the Bible. Yeah. And well, many said, many well, of us have been forced. That's a <laughs> biblical urban legend. A yeah. lot of biblical urban legends came out. Right. And uh, after that, we had our first official You're Here Forever Now Tuesday Teacup. Which, when Dan left, he took the Tuesday teacup name with him, being that it was his name. Sure. So, uh, we came up with the Goodbye Blue Monday, Tuesday open mic. Yeah. Which I liked because of the switcheroo of Monday, Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Goodbye Mm -hmm. Monday, Tuesday open mic. And now we are, after having been at, these are shout outs. The uh, please do living gallery was most hospitable to us and welcomed us for months. Living gallery is a cool spot still. <laughs> and then, right, uh, they're still there. They're still yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, expanded I expanded was... into the Lower East Side, I think, or Good. Alphabet City. And then Looking Glass, a business mm. came in to uh, where Goodbye Blue Monday had been, and they welcomed me as kind of an anchor on Tuesdays to get going. Right. Then they decided they don't need people who are going to hang out for five hours and buy two beers. Mm-hmm. They'd rather have people, which I would too, if it were my business, have people four dinners per table, you know, four 
and I, each of them having three beverages. Mm-hmm. So that's how you pay your rent in Bushwick. I well, understand. Little and now we're in skips little skips. Works little kind skips. of well with what you're doing, though, because mm-hmm. they're not. That's not their goal. I mean, they kind right. of are like yeah. pretty much but a coffee. They were tremendous to me. I was their highest paid employee. <gasps> yeah. Well, yeah. well you, you know, be. it was it, it was really unfair to everybody. <laughs> but, but it was they were they were very kind to me. And, uh, well, it seems to me so you've had a lot of transitions in your life so that you're practiced yeah. at like yeah. um, rolling with the punches, so to speak. As it were. Yeah. As it were. So um, maybe would you would like to play a song along those lines. I don't know what that means to you, but to me, like it, it's um, sort of your call. Like, I don't not I'm not saying. Well, I am saying do it, but I'm not saying <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm not dictating. I don't want to dictate on that kind of uh, on that vibe on that vibe. Yeah, because pretty much everything you do is on that vibe, though. You know, whether you want it to be or not. could say anything you want in America. You could say anything that you want to in America. You could say anything you want to in America. But you cannot yell fire in a theater. You can't yell fire in a theater, oh, but what about yelling theater in a fire? (laughs) (laughs) Entertainment's always been such a big part of my life, from Perry Como attracting all the attention. And actors and actresses, singers and songs, more than anybody could ever mention. And I remember one time, this very little boy, I was given a ukulele. It wasn't really a ukulele, it was just a toy. You'd go mad if you tried to play music on it, but I didn't let it stop me. I went to the party, uh oh, with my. Uh, ukulele, uh, uh, and I knew if I turned the crank, it would play Pop Goes the Weasel. So there I was, little two-and-a-half-year-old boy, playing at the New Year's party, and I started singing, Catch a falling star and put it in your pocket, Catch a falling star and put it in your pocket, and my uncle... Who would later on lose his voice and have to use a tube to talk? I swear he said to me, Oh, you can't sing. And I was discouraged for about a decade. And then came choir where I didn't know how to read music. And we learned songs by memory. A lot of them were hard. I always felt behind. Choir, 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 
But then I realized the longer I lived, the more I sang in choirs, the better I got singing in choirs. And the more I looked at music, I can understand it up to a point, at least to be able to sing in a choir. And then I got to go to college, had a scholarship. Then I told my grandfather I'm going to study to be an actor. And my grandfather looked at me in the eye and said, that's foolishness. That That's just foolishness. Why do you want to do such a foolish thing? South Carolina. Mm. But besides that, I didn't stay in school, no. I didn't stay in school. And then between then and now, I wrote a song about how you could say anything you want to in America. And there's, I'm sure, a lot of stories could go by how I did something and then didn't do it right, but then let it stop me because I knew that if I lived long enough, I could figure it out. I went on and then I came to be invited here tonight. So the portions that were redacted, if you'd really like to know, find out where I'm going to be and come to the show. Every Tuesday it turns out the thing that I'm supposed to do is to host an open mic for you and you and you and you and me. How, how, how. Yeah. I don't know what was more impressive, the light change or the song. I mean, it was both. I think it was they were they they were they were both in one. They were they're, they're narratively. I like that though. I didn't even know the light. I could switch the light on. Like uh, I can have candles in here, and we can make some ambiance. It's like so harsh. As soon as it went, went back on, yeah. like, no, oh, like, turn yeah. it off. Oh, right now. It's terrible. It's and then we could do flashing, like, <laughs> like for little disco little stuff. LED yeah. yeah um, Those little things on your forehead. <laughs> little things on your forehead. Exactly. Um, I I feel like um, this is for me having you both uh, there in the studio at the same time your sounds are quite um they juxtapose but they're quite fitting in the same you know when i was, was thinking of like so? i was like who can i have them in the studio at the same time you know it's good it's not you know like i have a lot of people you know there's a lot of people in the scene that don't want to be in the studio at the same time yeah i know i know we don't want to talk about that <laughs> let's talk about it no let's not uh, that's not what we do here we do that after no um uh but you know it's like i want to i want to make it interesting and you and i want there to be some like pull and push but i also want it to be uh, two musicians who sort of um, vibe off each other, so and but are m- different, you know. So it just it's making me happy because I feel like it's working, and uh, you know I just want to say yay for me again. Um, <laughs> this is all come back to you, <laughs> and well, I just want to really- shout out seven one eight nine two eight nine seven three two. If you want to call in, I have some shy get, um, uh, listeners. Sometimes they don't want to do that, um, but you know I think my guests here tonight they're quite. Um, soft and sweet and, and inviting and loving and they want you to call if you want to um maybe uh as i'm looking at the board smushed balls crushed laws banished without pretext or cause 
worst show ever. Maybe you don't want to call that show. <laughs> but this show, uh, Mockumental on Radio for Brooklyn, you do want to call. So, all right, let's talk a little bit about, like, I mean, God damn. I mean, we can get into history. I mean, yes, we kind of all filtered through um, what is now the de- defunct, if you... I, such a stupid word but anyway um our our beloved sidewalk cafe uh whatever's gonna happen there who knows it's just dim lighting right now uh i feel like if we just broke in we could still do shit there if we wanted to you know um but like you know let's talk about where you came from why how you ended up here like i love to do this this is my favorite little segment if you will we should have a little theme song yeah, for a little and like how did you get bio, here bio, birth bio. to now in under three minutes all right um <laughs> <laughs> I know it's hard to like. Why do I pick? And well, go you know, with kind and of, it's over. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> feels like that. I so, I, um, you know, with with sidewalk closing and and um, I moved. I upgraded apartments and um, upgrade. Hi, yeah. Um, I have a sink. What in, constitutes upgrade? That's what I was going to say. Sink in the bathroom. What? Sink in the that bathroom. That is insanity. I know. There's Sanity. no brushing my teeth on the dirty dishes anymore. Um, but I used to think it was all very random. And then also about uh, 15 years ago, um, I was an actress. I started acting when I was very young. When I was a kid. Like zero. Yes. Um, yes, when I was zero. You were negative four. I, I accidentally got cast as the Cheshire Cat in Alice in Wonderland when I was a kid. Accidentally? It it actually, this is not a fake story. It actually, my, my mom thought I was funny. Um, you are funny, so, though. I think, well, yeah, thank you. Um, so she took me to, she called us the community theater to see about taking some comedy lessons. Um, they didn't have any, but they said, at the time, but they said, you know, we're auditioning for Alice in Wonderland. Why don't you bring her daughter by? She can, she can get to know people in the theater. Um, and, uh, you know, just hang out see if she she likes being in the space i guess i don't know i don't know really what the thinking there was it's like i'm a parent i need to find my child to do something that's outside the house and around other people you know so so i went to the audition and i was last i was i'm always last Mm -hmm. um because i'm not very pushy Mm -hmm. but i watched all the other little girls audition um and uh and one had a fake British accent and like four of them burst into tears in the middle of, of it. And, um, and I was just watching them all and I'm I just, just kind of going, I'm going to be better than her, but not as good as her. I wonder if I'm going to cry. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. It didn't occur to Maybe me that I, I do was, a fake British accent and cry. Yeah. I mean, that seems like where the, like the meat is at right now. Yeah. So, uh, it's hard to watch other people audition before you, though. That's I guess not, I was, you especially know, as a kid. You're well, like, as a kid, it was like before all the judgments when you just mm-hmm. watch stuff out of curiosity. Mm-hmm. And um, and my mom had already said, like, you're not going to be in the play. You're just going to meet people. So I didn't. I wasn't excited about. Right. There, there was absolutely no pressure. It was a learning thing. It was a learning thing and a fun thing. And then. Bizarrely, I was cast. Except that 
<laughs> well, whatever. I, I was cast. We told everybody I was cast, and then it turned out that I just had been called back. Oh. Um, and that's when the pressure was on because I remember your heart is like. After my mom called her sisters and my grandmother, then I was. Everyone's like, "We all bought tickets already. We're so excited!" So I got that, and then you know, I so I was on my acting trajectory, and then I fell in love with a musician who was in a relationship with somebody else, and somehow. I thought that if I could write the perfect song, this is so dumb. This is so 15 years ago. If I could write the perfect song, he would love me best. Um, and uh, I, I get that, though. I get that idea. I, I, I kind of wrecked my life. But, you know, I quit acting, became a rock musician, had to learn how to play guitar, had to learn how to write songs. But maybe I, I was thinking today. Maybe the reason I fell in love with him was because I wanted to learn how to do this. Yeah. And it wasn't that I started playing music for him, but that he was just part part of the journey. It's a catalyst on your journey. So now now that I I don't need anybody to fall in love with me, it's pretty exciting to... I'm in love with you. I'm in love with you. (laughs) It's pretty fucking cool to actually get to write songs, to be in a place where people... Listen to them, um, and uh, and then fall in love with you. Obviously, that's what. <laughs> well, the reason I said that I hate, I didn't want to act anymore was because you have no control. Yeah, um, but so, don't you think part of what you do is acting? I mean, definitely. Oh, totally. You're putting but like like as a bit of a persona, but you know, oh, you're not, for me, it's all acting. But yeah. I get to write the story. I get to decide what mm. character I want to be. I get to cast mm. myself. I get mm-hmm. to. Any play that I want to be in, I just write the song and mm-hmm. then I get to do it. There's no there's no audition. Mm-hmm. There's no producer. There's no casting process. You know, right. um, so I feel like I get to make my own imaginary. I get to ha- make my imaginary things real and share them with people. I can see what's happening. It's going to turn into a song. Oh, it's, it feels no. like it is. And it's good. It just feels like it is. Cause Does you it? keep grabbing your guitar. Like I need, I want to play. I need to play. I want to play. Okay. And it doesn't even matter what it is. Okay, like it no, just, it just is, feels like the right moment for a song. All right. So I don't know. That's, this is uh this is, what do I know? this is something I want to play. <laughs> okay. Um, and, um, this is a the song is about a real place and things that really happened. Um, I never thought I would write a song about this. Um, if you, uh, you know what, I, I have it in my phone here. Oh yeah, um, I like that. So you're gonna you're gonna jam on something sort no, of. No, I'm just gonna read you guys this oh. this little. Just little from my thing mom. here. No. <laughs> um, Bread? No, if... Um, so there's this place called Crybaby Creek. And... Where is uh, it at? It is in Maryland. Mm. And... Uh, Where so are you from? I moved like every three years growing up. It was a weird thing. So you're from a womb. And then... I'm, I'm from... My parents met in New York. Okay. Um, but they're from... Kansas and Maryland. Okay. Um, a little offshoot of this bridge of this creek actually goes through the land my dad grew up on in oh. Maryland. Um, the cries of multiple babies have been heard from the bridge on Adams Mill Road. 
This is due to the river being used by the KKK to drown black babies in the 19, in the 1800s. Um, so I did a, a bunch of research on that, uh, that creek and, um, and I wrote this song here. Down the road where the pine trees grow There's a voice when the night winds blow By the water in the Kuwait sand Tiny prints from children's hands What's that word from hatred's mouth? You hear it all the time deep in the south Ghosts in the trees never grow old Do you know what happened on Adam's Mill Road? Cry, baby, cry While the men in white sheets ride by Cold water so deep Draw your last breath I'm crying, baby creek Hear the crackle as the cross burns bright So many dangers arrive at night Cry, baby creek, just a walk From the hill where they bring the men who don't bend to their will. Ghosts in white sheets that flow through the breeze. Their leaf figures hanging that swing in the trees. Ride through the field, smash up the shack, grab your baby and run if your skin is black. Cry, baby, cry, while the men in white sheets ride by. Baby Creek. 
It's sad, though. It's very sad. Um, I can hear a lot of influences. I mean, I'm what I'm thinking are your influences. Like, you know, what we all like. Oh, she must have listened to Joni. Like, and what do you what do you think are you know? What would you say are your top three influences? Um, Besides well, me, obviously. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I would definitely say Joan Baez. Mm, um, nice. Yes. I did not actually listen to a lot of music growing up. Um, Why? Um, because partly because I did not get an allowance, mm-hmm. so. I could <laughs> I couldn't really go to the store and, and buy, buy a any. record. Yeah. yeah. Or cassette. My dad liked jazz, my mom liked show tunes, but also so many people I can it, see that meeting right there. I can yeah. see the show tune jazz like in sound your of music. They meet at sound of music. <laughs> Feel that totally. Yeah. Um so many so many people in my family played music that if I mm. liked a song I would figure out how to play it. Okay. Um, we had my mom's guitar in the house. We had a piano. My dad plays mandolin. Um, I also I told uh, I told my part of my family I'd give him a shout out. So Uncle Joe in the Uncle guitar. Joe. Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe. And so I mean, you're like self taught, but through family sort of encouragement, and and everybody sort of had an yeah. instrument around. Like yeah, there's always so- some. Did you guys jam as a family or? Yes. Yes. Well, they would jam and I couldn't play. I taught myself how to play later. No, play the triangle would, or, you know, I the cowbell. <laughs> I would get so mad that I couldn't play the guitar mm. that I would grab all the picks and mm. I would throw them in the hole <laughs> because if I can't play, nobody, nobody can play. Can play. Um, it does make an interesting sound <laughs> if you just shake the guitar with the picks in it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's also an instrument. So, yeah. So, you were designing at a young age. So I had the tapes we had were we had a Simon Garfunkel live mm. in the park tape. Um, nice. That was for the car. Legendary. Legendary. And a Beatles tape for the car. Absolutely. Um, and then I had a Do you remember which Beatles? Rubber Soul. Nice. I had a Joan Baez tape, a Tori Amos tape, and a Guns N' Roses tape. <laughs> so good and uh and that's who i wanted to be so those were really my only influences and still now like i really don't listen i read a lot of books i also watch Great. a lot of tv but so, hey, tv doesn't music. hey nobody's nobody's judging you for your tv watching Okay. But, but now it's a lot I'm of good TV to... nowadays. There used to be a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah. I, we watch Netflix and HBO now where we used to have to just watch one channel that had like shitty sitcoms, you know? Oh, yeah. Or now we can grab some deep shit or, mm-hmm. you know, not, which is fine, too. Because Sometimes the brain just needs release. It does. Or, you know? you know, you can also just go out. And if you are in the sidewalk scene. Yeah. Hanging out. Any night of the week. Hanging out with those people is like being in a sitcom. And, yeah. <laughs> sure. I, I know. There people, should be us, a sidewalk us. sitcom. I've always absolutely thought that. So, um, yeah. But, um, all right. So, Joe, I'm going to ask you the same question. Um, mm-hmm. You get three minutes. And you get a little bit of a longer life. Uh, but you still only get three minutes to say birth to how you got here tonight uh, in this moment, and then maybe a song um, that sort of reflects that. Can I use your guitar for when yeah. I'm ready to do a song? Yeah, here. They're the same color. Yeah, they, they are. are the same color. Right See, you guys. Nice, good. All right. Uh, my life began in the Bronx. 
at the Fitch Sanitarium, which was a lying-in hospital where my mother lay in, gave birth to me, and lay in for a couple more days, and then took me home into the apartments. We lived in apartments, and I remember uh, eating lead paint when I was a little baby before mm. I could speak, and I was very disappointed. It's delicious, though. <laughs> I mean, you can't, you can't paint. help it. It's, it's nothing delicious. At all, nothing at all like cream candy. <laughs> and I remember walking. Uh, my first steps, I took a couple of steps, and I fell You remember down. walking? I remember that, yeah. I remember I was... I, I remember, you know, of course, I... I I thought I was cool. I thought I had everybody going because I could hold on to the coffee table. Mm-hmm. I could hold on to the couch. Of course, you were 14 at that point. So and I, could, I, could, <laughs> I could race around the crib. You know, I could hold on to the side of the crib, but I knew I wasn't walking. Mm-hmm. I knew I wasn't walking. And then I, I stood up and I took a couple of steps and fell down and started crying. So my mother came out of the kitchen where she lived and I got up and toddled over to her. So I... That I have to take a break for a second. Do you, your mother lived in the kitchen? Pretty much. That's where, that's where she Food was. Food was where the kitchen that's and where, was we where the family mom. would, yeah, yeah uh, sort of. Okay. Yeah. It's where I began my toast-based lifestyle. <laughs> I hear that. <laughs> if you can't have a, you know, a nice yeah. slice of toast. I mean, you can put anything on toast and yeah. it is good. That's what, that's what it's there for. And then uh, we lived in a private house and... I started going to public school, which I thought was strange because I already, when I was five, we were going to mass. And I knew that my sister went to Catholic school. I was going to public school, and I felt really strange about that. Like somehow the publics were Catholics and they're publics. The world was divided into two. How old was your sister? She's about four years older. Four years, okay. So then I went to Catholic school and learned a lot of stuff that I had to unlearn couple of things mm. that have come in handy mm-hmm. uh grammar mm. i had i chosen another way i could have been one of those grammar nazis <laughs> i have know-it-all inclinations mm. and i try to curb them they're very very easy to be reinforced being raised in a dogmatic system where i was sure a i was going to go to hell right unless i could manage to pull off a martyrdom so early on, I knew I knew I was not a candidate for like my grace was shot. Age seven, age eight. My grace was shot. My grace was shot. Joe Crow Ryan's first hit song. My grace was shot. <laughs> so I'd, I'd hope to be a martyr. Mm-hmm. And we read the lives of the saints, Saint Sebastian with the arrows, and Saint Peter hung upside down, and. Mm-hmm. St. Catherine tied to a wheel or something and set on fire. But it turns out that was another thing. That was somebody who the Catholics were against. And they were so popular that they said afterwards, they said, oh, no, that was one of us. That was one of us. And it was the bad guys who killed killed her. So, And then I eventually graduated that elementary school, but not before being kicked out. Mm -hmm. Actually, I didn't graduate the first elementary school. I was kicked out. Went to another Catholic school, finished up. I, I was always given to, like, when something really went down, I would go to I would go to mass early. It's very for a couple of days and get very very passionate about it, and then it would cool down. Mm-hmm. You, do you find meditation there? Like, in a way, it, it was that that was that would draw you, drew you to it, not the 
you know, pomp and circumstance of the whole well, bullshit. You're, you're from, I think, a generation after mine, and mine was purely guilt. Ugh. Like that, if you could make a good I'm show, I still feel guilty. I still feel guilty. Passion, I, I feel guilty passion, right now, you know. even talking about it. I'm get, like, are we should, know, we should we even get talking one of the about saints it? on your side? You know, Saint Francis. Maybe Saint Francis will help me. I don't know. <sighs> no, Mary would be pissed we're, at me. We're definitely going 13, to hell if we're Mary's if Catholicism is a real thing. Yeah. We're going to hell. And then my mom. I'll see died. you there. While Frank. I was at another school, I'd been kicked out, and. uh We'd applied to high schools, and I wasn't accepted at our home high school, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. from which I'd been kicked out of the elementary school. But I got into Spelman. I got into Hayes. Uh, I missed the test for Bronx Science. I probably would have gotten into Bronx Science. Got into Springfield honestly. Elementary. You got into Spelman. I got into Spelman. Wow. Fancy. And there was a, a police... Uh, the the honor the police Emerald Society was giving me a scholarship, mm. so we would have had three hundred fifty dollars of the four hundred dollar year long tuition would have been paid, mm-hmm. and uh, then my mother died. Mm. I wasn't accepted to Tallentine, and it was such a big. Oh. It was the biggest wake and the biggest funeral you could imagine. Yeah, my mom had six children. And there were four classes mm. in all the elementary grades. Right. And just all the parents, and it was packed, and it attracted strangers. Like, older women would come and tell me what a wonderful woman this was, and she had children. And I was standing there with my friend, and we were busting guts inside, mm-hmm. telling each other all the Bill Cosby and Smothers You brothers were 13, routine. 14? 13, 13. Yeah, 13. And then, of course, the high school turned around and said, oh, no, you can go here, because they saw what a cause celebre our family had become. Mm-hmm. And they offered us a scholarship, but there was a fine print to the scholarship. So when I didn't get an, a solid A the first semester. You were zapped. We were zapped. We were zapped. That's such bullshit. We were zapped. And it, was a, it was a place of and that's great, how you got great here trauma. Today. Something, I, I don't know, people say, <laughs> well, why don't you, you just up get here over it? Room. But I was on, I was on a swimming team. I was a big swimmer. Yeah, really, you were a swimmer. Yeah. I... But I never swam in any of the meets. None of the meets. I Why? Was never swim. I was the last swimmer on the team. You came. And yeah. I don't. I, You're more there's of a also floater. Other you were things. a floater. There are other you things were a floater. Here too. You were like, hey, there, I was a freshman. I'm but not in a rush. I'm not in a rush. <laughs> here's the thing. I just want to get over to the next side. The last. The last. Meet. Yeah. We were shutting out the other team. The other team hadn't won one race. And the last race of the night is the 200-yard relay. Right. You swim up and back, and then somebody else swims up and back. And I was thinking all this time, I'm going to get into this. I'm telling the the friends on Mm -hmm. either side, I think he's going to put me in for this. Mm -hmm. And he didn't put me in. (sighs) Didn't put me in. Let me preface that. This is like a, a modern storytelling. 15 years before, no. You can't like preface. 15 days We're already before. three and a half minutes in. I said, before. give me three. I quit the team. <laughs> I, I didn't go to the rehearsal, to the, the uh, practice. And the next day, Father Kelly 
Head sport that asshole. Known as that I hate bastard. it. I hate him. All right. I already hate him. Already. Any Father Kelly. And yes. all the Father Kellys Amen. I know you could say something ill about. God. I and can't. not be contradicted Absolutely. by those in the know. So Father Kelly calls me to his office and he says, So you want to quit the team? I said, Yeah, because I never Cut. I never swim I never get to swim in a meet. And he says, Okay. What would your mother think? Oh, and no. I broke, I broke, I wept, oh, I bawled, I shuddered, I shook, I bounced in the chair. And so I went back to be on the team. And then he didn't let me swim in the very last meet. And to this day, I haven't gotten over it. Well, he's dead now. I'm sure. That's what we can, I can all only We can all rest that. assured no. he's dead. dead. So bye, mother. No, I love swimming. Whenever I swim, I feel I like, am, why did I ever get out? I love, I am a, uh, I'm a water, I'm a water person. I mean, Craig will mm-hmm. tell you, like, we've gone scuba diving together and he's a fucking mess. But anyway, they're always okay. like, lose the dude, bro. And I'm because you're just like a natural. And I'm like, I know. You're like and talking like, to dolphins. I know. But I'm like, like me, me, me. Uh, but the whole thing is, is like, I can't go in the water with him and not worry about him fully the whole time I'm in the water. So it ruins it for me, Craig. That's all I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not, well, I'm not trying to steal. It's, 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 we're not, it's fine. <laughs> I feel like that you led to, that's to leading, that's leading to what's happening now. And that's a song. And I'm feeling really good about what's. Well, we'll, we'll scale, I'll just include that. I spent 25 years pretty much as a, uh, fundamentalist christian and i we were both then I raised started catholic living girlfriend after that. Uh, then, we were oh was, my gosh and he's a jehovah's witness i mean let's talk about that in a half a minute okay you no i wasn't a jehovah's witness i know but my gr- my grandfather's family latter-day saints Good Lord. <laughs> We're all damned. Damned to hell. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd be happy either. to be in hell with you guys. I mean, you guys seem really cool. So, you know. If this is hell. I feel sorry for the other guys. Me too. Yes. Well, this song doesn't have anything to do with much doesn't of... uh matter. Well, I, I, I did think of this song earlier when Eve sang about the baby dinosaur. Ooh. Uh, connections. This is, this is a song... It's based on like four true stories that aren't really connected, but the uh, this, this is the real song. I had already changed my pants, but not my pockets. I did my exit dance down the stairs like one of them rockets. I made it to the station, alas, to no avail. To reach my destination on time was bound to fail. So homeward, while it word, I returned, stopping by the door. I looked in through the window, sweetie smiled at me once more. Now the mice are in the bedroom. Sweetie, why did you go away? Why did you go away? Sweetie says, I put your pants in the hamper. Sweetie says, you big lunk. 
And when it hit the bottom, your wallet said clunk. Your keys commenced in laughing all at once. Key, key, key. And I told myself I would see you in a minute or three. Besides, you didn't kiss me. You know I wasn't asleep. And you ought to take your scarf. They say there's plenty of wind. <laughs> you already know. It's good you come back again. And now the mice are in the bedroom. Sweetie, why did you go away? Why did you go away? That night, sweetie told me she was moving to St. Louis. My tongue went numb and my mind went kablooey. She'd got a nursing job on the line, a hospital near the arch. I had no idea she was even on a job hunt search. She gave no clue she had to move. She gave no hint of leaving. Oh, the internet is antichrist as I'd been believing. Now the mice are in the bedroom. Sweetie, why did you go away? Why did you go away? Sweetie, why? Sweetie, why? Sweetie, why? Sweetie, why? Sweetie, why? Sweetie, why? I went up north to be consoled by my mama's home cooking. I was not seeing anyone. I was not even looking. Ah, she gave me oatmeal to take home. At least I'd have hot breakfast. And she said, take care. Do not despair. And please do nothing reckless. On Wednesday, I unpacked my bags. The oats had all been eaten. There was mouse poop down the duffel seams. <laughs> I felt severely beaten. Now the mice are in the bedroom. Sweetie, why did you go away? Why did you go? Why did I you will go? get you, mice. Oh, why did you go away? I mean, sweetie, mice, why did you go away? That felt like... That's a song. That was connected, though. Yeah, that felt connected. Could be. Yeah. Could be. We'll, we'll diagram it on the... Oh, uh, in the, uh, in the top of the show. Thank you for playing the, the eraser board. I, the I love I, the pirate song. I, I mean, I love... You know, it was hard to pick for you. It's hard to pick for both of you, honestly. Like, I was like, eh, I... Honestly, I. But that one will be back uh, I have in both the of you in, no, in pretty left. much rotation jet on my Ooh, lifestyle. Yeah, in my lifestyle, okay, lifestyle. lifestyle. If I go, Siri, hey Siri, play Eve Blackwater. She's like, uh, I will do. <laughs> uh, actually, it's an uh, what is he? An Australian guy. So how does he sound? That's ours. Yeah. What does he say? Uh, yeah. No, doesn't he do that <laughs> yeah. one thing? He's, uh, just, he's right. just like. All right, he's, so he's, he's too like, cool he sounds really he's dismissive. Like, he's like, okay. All right. <laughs> what? All right. If you Siri, out. you're not supposed to say that. Oh, Siri, don't be so judgmental. <laughs> yeah, the Australian guys are like, really. But here, I just want to say, we have a lot of people who do listen to us in Australia. Um, oh. They write to me often. And they, so if they're listening, we don't, we're not like shitting on your 
verbiage. We're just saying your Siri guy is like, we need to update <laughs> this guy. He sounds like he's judging everyone. It's really upsetting. He's a, he's a real Judge Judy. Down he's under. a Judge Judy. Exactly. Okay. So you guys were really good in the way that you like stuck to kind of like where you were raised in a sense. And I love that we're all like fucking Catholic here, except for this guy over here. Um, you know, recovering, uh, recovering Catholic, recovering Catholic. I, as soon as I learned to speak, think for myself, that's what I always say. Like, as soon as I learned to think for myself, I became not Catholic. I, feel like I was, I was pretty lucky because we had to go to Sunday school, but my, my Were mother, Catholic school or no Catholic school, no Catholic school, yeah, but that helps cate- catechism class. Ooh. Very, you know, did, did the whole every Sunday yeah, a little gag reflex on that? Yeah, catechism. Um, my my mom was not Catholic, so mm. they they would. So what was she? Uh, Protestant. Uh, oh right, okay. Yeah. So there was so, there was some budding or no budding. There was like they had, they raised it, Catholic, and you'll like it. They made it work by uh, their rule was every time we moved, we we would find the Catholic church with the best music. Oh, that, amen to that. I yeah. mean, I'll still go to church if there's good music. I mean, I like, I actually really like the Catholic music. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, my dad has two CDs of Catholic, oh. Catholic jazz Christmas songs. Oh, my God. Um, he can plug that himself. And he'll raise um, you up yes. on eagle's wings. <laughs> there you are. You got it. The breath of dawn and make. You to shine like the sun. I mean, that could be anybody, though. No, and hold you in the palm. I'm sorry. I think it happens every time I I do. do I'm like, Eagles Wings is like the best Catholic song ever. Yeah. Um, But uh, so we would go to, oh my God, we'd go to uh, catechism class. Mm -hmm. and that's you like know, Sundays learn, at four or whatever. No, we had to go to church and then go to the uh, class. And yeah, um, Boo. but you know, I've, they gave us a primrose on Easter, and that just it is primrose that's time nice. of the year. I mean, everybody I, likes a nice. I also primrose. learned not to drown plants. You can kill things by loving them too much. When when you show somebody Man. your soggy dead plant, to go, but I watered it like twelve times today. But, like, but, uh, you killed that by then, too much love. So, and then we would come home, my brother and I and, and our mom would say, so um, what did you guys learn today? Mm-hmm. And we would spew things and she would go, Tim, get in here! Too much information! <laughs> she would go, wrong, 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 wrong. And, and uh, so we learned that there are two sides to everything and sometimes there are 12 sides to things and you just have to mostly use your we don't even sense. know how many sides things yeah. have uh, let me ask you this what brought you back to new york city i know you were hopping back your your parents met in new york and then they moved and then so, so uh, right. how so were you i drawn? came here from atlanta Oh, you were to in Atlanta? Atlanta? I went to high school in atlanta oh, and damn. i came here you really did get a, yes. around a little bit lady so, I came here to go to NYU. Um, oh. And I actually had a a conversation about this with somebody that then just the other day, I don't think I'll ever see this person again. And you know, at the end of the conversation. They're not listening. Do it. Go for it. You know, at the end of the conversation. Go for it. Rip when you, when you, no, no. When you want to, when you realize they got totally the wrong idea. Because. <laughs> 
Because she went to NYU? What's the wrong idea? No, no, no. So me and this person were... This person is kind of notoriously racist. Mm. Um, And I went to NYU... Notoriously? Yeah, ever oh, whatever. Is that it Donald even Trump? Matter. Is it Donald Trump? Did you see Donald Trump? <laughs> yes. We were just hanging oh, out talking. Oh my the other god! Day. Um, but so I went to NYU and I had a scholarship for political activism. And you two and your fucking scholarships, Jesus! Let's put that money five. together. Like, yes. like buy sidewalk cafe. <laughs> That's what we. So I had a scholarship for political activism and community mm. service, um, and. Uh, and this this is a person who th- this this racist that I was talking to yes. thinks that the brown people get everything without working for it. Uh, I'm brown for those of you who can't see that. Um, but uh, so so anyway, so I told him that I went to school there to, at NYU, and right. then, then somebody was like, "Oh, I didn't know that NYU gave scholarships for that." And oh. I said. Well, I think that it was actually under the broader headline of a diversity scholarship. Um, and uh, and the guy kind of... And then you punched them in the face. And then, Am I then right? the guy kind of stopped that's the only off way and this was like, go. Oh, you knew it, you people get everything. And, you and, people. And, and, I, and I just, like, like, five, ten hours afterwards, I wanted to be like... But I had a 4.0, and I was high school valedictorian. I earned that. You know, like, came up with the perfect like, comeback five hours later. <laughs> yeah. So put it in my phone for next time. I'm gonna put this right here in my yeah. and my notes on my phone. So I, I went here for school, and then my my family ended up moving back to New York. And then, oh, really? And then after I graduated, I didn't really have an apartment lined up or or anything like that. So it was like. I was 22. I graduated from school and you were couch. I got to move back in with my parents Uh, and I got to live in New York, but it was, uh, you know, congratulations time for you to start. Consult like, you know, you move from your East village apartment into your bedroom and your parents' house Mm -hmm. and like, honey, what time is it? So, um, you know, she, are you still asleep? Um, it's the butt crack of dawn. You're like, Mom. <laughs> Get up and do your chores. What are you wearing? You should have pants on <laughs> under that. Those are pants. No, those are tights. No, they're not tights. Yeah. Mom. Yeah. Anyway, I have I have an apartment now by myself um, with the cat. Listen, even if you didn't. It's okay. We're artists. We have to like, you know, we have to accept the community gives to us and we give back. What we give back is so much greater than a fucking apartment or a couch or a. Mm -hmm. I don't remember if I posted this on your Facebook or if I meant to and deleted it. (laughs) These things happen. I I, I posted like seven things today that I deleted. I was like, I shouldn't say that. Story of Facebook. Well, you know how I feel like we're all, especially if you're Catholic, we are taught to do good and to give to charity and to help other people. Right. We and are if not we don't, taught, we're right. going we're, to hell. Right. And if we I, masturbate, etc. I mean, we're I do. Really, I masturbate and I give back. What does that, you know, mean? I never really learned how to ask for help or to accept it when it's offered. You know, when like mm. you're freaking out, you can't, whatever. I keep, When things are completely unmanageable and somebody says, do you need help? And I'm like, no, I got it. I am, I am When you good. clearly don't have it, you're like, I, yeah. I have this. I'm so, look at how yeah. much I have this. I'm amazing. So I'm trying to be better about asking for it and accepting it 
and making it easy for other people to accept it when I offer it. All right, I like that. Let's go with that. I think a song is in order. Oh. I just feel it. I don't know. I don't know if you're feeling it, but it, what happens is like, some. I don't know. This is how the show always goes. Like, there's this conversation and it builds and I like feel all these emotions and I'm like, I need a song now. It's like a musical that I make happen in front of me and then luckily like people a weird listen. game show like a reverse name that tune you know they just start talking it's like that's a song and, and then you gotta a, perform and then be. you win it's not even like that you have to like match the song to the tone of what you were talking about it's like more about what do you feel right What's now energy that comes you have from that like story. you're talking about feeling um, forced to no, I, I got an idea yeah here. see I knew I this one can be a, a, a tricky one to sing um, so well, you might I'll have sing to it then. no <laughs> I'm just kidding <laughs> like, so I'm gonna ask for help here no uh, no we'll, we can we'll all sing happens. along we have you know there's harmonica here we could do if you're tuned in the right harmonica we could harmonicize I'm also trying to get better about like when I'm on stage and somebody says like, hey, can I join in? And, you know, I'm all inclusive and I'm always like, sure, come on. No, the answer you can is, say no. The answer yeah, is you're no. Like, the I, answer is no. I've got it. Yeah, I've got I've got it. I know I've I'm the it. same way. I'm always like, OK. And then it goes terribly, terribly wrong or really great. It's like one of the two, though. It's either really wonderfully or horribly terrible. It's like you do you, babe. That's what you should do. Okay, we all know what a phoenix is, right? Yes, a fetus is a tiny baby. (laughs) Has not been born yet. No, the phoenix. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, the bird that was invented in Harry Potter. Yes. Good night to the phoenix. Soon he will rise anew. Good night to the phoenix Let your eyes return to blue Five hundred years Now you're a child Five hundred fears Now you're free My soul on fire 
Butter. <laughs> I mean, really, your voice to me, I just, the way that you, you know, navigate the songs that you sing, it's so giving to the words, you know, you really find the way to use your voice to emphasize what's being sung, especially against guitar, which I feel like, you know, is, you know, everyone's like thinks it's a given that someone can sing, you know, against guitar and like make it sound pretty. It, it just, it's not true. And it's actually quite kind of difficult, mm-hmm. especially when you're the one doing both things. Yeah. Um, especially if, uh, if you learn how to do it, it's hard when you start. It's hard. Yeah. And then maybe you, I like, I learned how to when play. When do you think was like the first moment you were like, I can do this for a, like a living? Like, I feel like this is my call. Like, this is really the the moment. Oh, I was such an asshole. <laughs> I was 14. Well, I had just picked up a guitar. You're looking at a bunch of assholes <laughs> no. in the room. So I picked up a guitar. I learned three chords and I was like, I got this. I went to school the next day and I was like, y'all, I'm Wait, are there player. more than three chords? <laughs> Wait, I don't. Yeah. I mean, you did say earn a living. You could earn a living on three chords. I, I'm just saying, <laughs> like, I know three chords, okay? So you know, on Friends, when uh, when Phoebe, Phoebe, the guitar player. Yes, so, uh, this was just one of my guitar player. Moments. I mean, that's loosely. <laughs> when, she, when she's like, when she's like, okay, well, how many chords do you know? And the uh, the professional musician looks at her and says, all of them. Wait, who is a professional musician? Oh, whatever, she's the one that sang "Just Call Me Angel." Actually, oh! I think she came from the anti-folk scene. How can you? No, she did. She did because I remember Just people talking me. about. No, she covered. She covered. She covered it. Nellie McCoy. That sounds about right. That sounds about right. She she did a real pretty acoustic cover of of, of it on Friends and. Anyway, anywho. Anyway. Joe, um, how many chords it, do you know? It is not. It's Julie. It's Juice Newton. 
The ones I don't know, I look up. It's Juice Newton. And what is wrong with some Juice Newton? Nothing. Nothing. Um, God, I almost feel like... Oh. Oh. Here we go. Craig. Craig, Craig bringing it in. Everybody on tech tonight is Mr. Craig Schober. Give it up for Craig Schober. Woo! And I do love this song. I Thank actually you. do love this song. As you can see the video right now, she's in a sport coat and a tiny pair of pants. Oh, it's American Bandstand. Oh, it's American Bandstand. Nice. She looks drunk and I can't stoned. See this. Yeah, it does, you don't need to. You're not it, missing just much, imagine, honestly. like she's she's got laser eye beams, yeah. like you know, really seventies, eighties teased out hair. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> Actually, I think it's just call me Angel in the, in the morning. I thought it was hey there. Before you leave me, darling. Okay, uh, you know like we don't know what's happening. <laughs> it's it's not a far cry from your. There you go. A little a little picture. Um, anyway, very amazing. A woman. Busting through, saying, call me Angel, because she's like, I'm tired of being your bitch, so call me Angel. Um, it makes <laughs> that, sense. That's what that's about. Makes okay. sense to me. I think yeah. so. Yeah. I think, um, I, I'm pretty sure. I know what, I'm pretty I, sure I know what I'm talking about, Craig. Haven't listened to all of the lyrics, but the that chorus is a little bit like low expectations in relationships. Right. It's like, it's just, like don't just, get up, don't walk me to the door, don't drive me home, just touch my cheek before you leave. Right. You Angel know. or Setting whatever. the bar low. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, um, I set the bar high for the show, though, and I'm really happy to have you guys here. Just want to call back to the station. I am on uh, Radio Free Brooklyn. My name is Killy Mockstar Dwyer. Uh, the phone number here is 718-928-9732. Everybody's super shy tonight. I know who's listening, though. I actually know the next day I'm like, why did you call? And they're like, because I'm shy. I'm a shy person. <laughs> and I get it. I get it. Because I'm not. I'm not a shy. Well, I don't know. Sometimes I am shy. Uh, like, let me ask. Let me put this out to you guys. Like, when do you feel shy? Like, Joe, when do you? when are you? When is it like? too much for you or you're like i don't want to be like little skips you know maybe i need to step outside and you smoke a little weed or whatever you know just to get away from me everyone's like i need a spot you know i don't know as i'm so much shy as selectively outgoing like I'm mostly just there. Selective. That's a nice way to put. Yeah. Like I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> well, Selectively I'm outgoing. I like it. I'll I'm going to use. I'm putting it in my. Actually, I love talking. I I, I know because I've talked to you. For, I like to hear speak more than myself. Yeah. And I never know what I'm going to say except I wind up do saying the same things from time to time. I repeat my best. What is hits. your best Joe Crow Ryanism? The longer you do it, the better you get. Boom. Okay. Would you? Uh, your would first you... music lesson. Play for the rest of your life and live a long time. Mm-hmm. Is it like those a, are a couple? Is those it like are like ten thousand hours. Do you think it takes ten thousand hours, or do you? What do you think about that idea? I because I, I come I back to this idea. No, a lot. I remember when. Well, 
when I went to acting school, they said it takes 20 years to become an actor. Mm-hmm. Which so is, what, then you're yeah, like, that's you're slang for something. You that's like, like, that's like faulty reasoning. But uh, it, it does, it took about 20 years to learn how to breathe. I'll give them that. Okay. And, uh, and I'm not sure about other things. The, 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 and it varies for different people. Some people have more of an inclination towards understanding rhythmic complexities do you, or being able to do one from? thing with one hand and one with the other. Do you think that's like a prior life experience or do you think that's like just you're born with something and other people aren't? And I think that, that somewhere along the line... It was good for someone to have the skill set to enable you to pick up an object and make Sound. understandable sounds with it. Like, um, for instance, uh, passed down through lineage, but specifically by everyone before you sort of doing the same thing? Or yeah. I'm not sure. I, yeah, I'd have to I'm look at because, sure like, either. maybe way I'm back like, when, I'm you. when, I'm like, when, I know. when all the traits were invented, and uh, you know, hair color, hair type, and skin, and height, and breadth, and yeah, your eyelid, hair, your hair colors changed a bit what? over since the time I've learned. Yes, uh, more to know more you. silver, more silver. It's become more silver. Uh, yes, uh, my mustache has changed color since I stopped smoking, so it's not brown anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that what it is? No, it's silver is coming out. Is yes. that what is that what that did? That? Yeah. If any of you, if any of you men out there or women who would like to keep your mustache dark, I like to keep mine dark. without buying expensive uh, mustache colorers. If you smoke, your mustache will be nice brown. Mm. Nice brown. Mm. I want good to know. Nicotine brown. Tan. You might have to color your hair to match it, and then you have to worry about your eyebrows. So I'm going to need, uh, I, I what I feel right now is like, I want something iconic. Like when people think of Joe Crow Ryan, and, and you know, oh, please don't like hate me for saying, but like, but if. after you go. And and they are everyone. We're all gathering around the you know piano or ukulele or banjo or, or guitar or heart. Like, what song do you want? Is what is your iconic song that you want people to carry on? Like, there's one that they will carry on, and there's one that you want because it's always different. I think with the fans, well, like I'm, the fans are I, like, I like you, this song. You touch yeah. on a special field of interest of mine as far as like my posthumous renown which unfortunately i won't be here and i hope you all are when you uh, do you know when you're I leaving just to, fyi just uh, like i, I just like want to know a, do you know when you're uh, out of here or do you no I, I love surprises I, and do I, too. I hope to be surprised by it but what's your favorite way to go like if you could go anyway 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 if you if you were like Pick your demise. Choice. Yeah. Mine is plane crash. I mean, I'm just gonna say it. I I I want to I want to die having like a like an amazing last experience. Like I'm like oh. ah! If it weren't for the invention of the internal combustion engine, Mm. Mm -hmm. I would have died. See already by by surprise, I fell backwards down a flight of stairs, and became unconscious. And uh, my unwitting co-workers carried me upstairs. You're not supposed to carry people who 
You're fell not down and looked unconscious. Anyone, yeah, because right? there's a specialized way to do it. And uh, I was passed out. And I came to leaning against a refrigerator in the Carvel store. And <laughs> it's a Carvel store. I see my two, my two friends. Saved by Fudgy the Whale. There. It was, I used to work in the Carvel store. And I dropped out of college, and I was hoping to make enough money to go to Mexico. Mm. It's my dream, 1970. Mexico, I mean, isn't it free to, don't, aren't they just like, come on over, just late, like, get late over 1974, here. and uh, so I woke up, and there are my two friends who I work with, and there's the sheriff. And what's going on? And they said, uh, I don't know, you fell down in the basement. And then the next thing I knew, I was in an, an ambulance, and they're putting things on my face. And the next thing I knew, I'm on a table. There's someone with a scissors cutting every stitch of clothing off of me. Oh, ah, I hate ah, that because ah. you're like, I love this outfit. Right. Fuck and then, you. Uh, and uh, they Simpson took, they took that pictures yeah, my of my entire that place. Way. I did. Found my that dad my skull was that. had a crack in it, and well, it still does. The Joe. juice was I mean, leaking out. <laughs> you know, it was it was big enough so Brain that juice. the cerebrospinal yeah. fluid was leaking out. And how many I was times comatose. have you almost died? I didn't. How I many didn't times know. have you almost died? Well, that time. That time, I was, I was, I know, that's what I'm saying. I was in a you coma have to say for, that it's too for like many. five I like, days. I feel like that's you... usually my trauma. I was in a coma for like five days. <gasps> I don't you remember really it. were in a coma for five days? Well, it was five How days many later. How did you write in that coma? Like, uh, that's what every songwriter wants to do. Oh, How no, no, many no. songs did you write? I just remembered the urgency to urinate is what snapped mm, me out of it. And they said, sense. oh, no, you have a tube. Welcome to. And I said... <laughs> No, I have to urinate. They said, but you have a tube. Just let it go. I said, no, I have to urinate. So they took the tube out and they had two or three people stand me up. And uh, But that's, so that wouldn't have been a bad way to go because I wouldn't have known about it. Yeah. And, uh. I don't know. I don't like, I'm like, do I not want to know or do I want to, I think I'm like, I don't know. I'm like balanced. Well, if it, if it were a diseased state, I would, I would like to be, uh. No disease. Wait, I don't want to be a martyr. Somatized. Well, that's when I, you know, that would be the best way. I Actually, thinking, I would not the best way to go would be now for something I care like, you know, about. If Eat someone murder. came to the, if the ice people nowadays. came to the open Martyrs mic don't to take exist anymore. one of our foreign born people, I, I imagine I would do something about that. I don't know if I would. I like that. But that's what, like, but I that's, get a, but that's, you know, what would I do? I don't and know. And I would get violent might, right behind you. So just text yeah. me. I might just, yeah, put my hands behind my head. Well, let's do a little joke. Do phone. you want, are, are you cool with Joe sharing your guitar? Of course. He's oh. a very gentle. His name is He's a gentle, loving. And it, he likes it. He likes it so much. I clearly did not guide him to bring his, like, because I love when you play the uke. I, not, listen, I, this is embarrassing for me to say, but I don't love the ukulele. It's <laughs> understandable. But whenever I heard you play it, I felt like it was magical. And I I was like, quit resisting, Kelly. Just come towards the light. <laughs> and I did. I came I did come towards the uke. And I did. And I, and you were the one that like broke me on the uke. So Anyway, you didn't bring it, so now we have a guitar. Well, uh, I have a number of songs 
And <laughs> really, we're gonna, now we're going to yeah, have well, the we the, have a number the like you know how many number. songs I had to go through today. To, I was looked through like a hundred songs. Yeah, today I was like, is that all you got? A hundred? Really? Well, I'll try. I'll try this one because it's a <laughs> just a hundred songs. What does it mean when a telephone pole bisects the moon? What does it mean when the sun comes up way too soon? What does it mean when my hand on your shoulder makes you breathe easier than just before? What does it mean when you look at me full faces kindly, you show me the door? What does it mean when the book Gideon left is the best thing you've seen for a while? What does it mean when you don't understand the things that once made you smile? What does it mean when your steering wheel hand doesn't know where to go or what for? What does it mean when you look at me full-faced as kindly show me the door? Out in the suburbs of the world's greatest city, it's a long time since I had a drink. These are the questions that come to me naturally. I need to know what you think. What does it mean when the moon's pierced by wires, cable TV shows go on? What does it mean when the tracks come together after that choo-choo train's gone? What does it mean when you stand in there listening and I can't say anything more? What does it mean when you look at me full-faced as kindly you show me the door? What does it mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? Exactly. I know. I need to know what you think. I need to know what you think. Well, these are these are pictures. Uh, I like songs with pictures. I like songs with pictures too, and I believe that like painting a picture is like the joy and the maybe goal of a, of a song. Yes. Um, pictures that uh, people who without sight can see, people without voice can hear, uh, people without ears can understand. With um, you know uh, the text thumping of the beat or the you know i one of my good friends uh michelle neona mm-hmm. you you know michelle i do yeah uh she's uh taught me a million times over uh she's blind um and she's always taught me like about he- hearing every single thing that comes in no matter what you see the hearing uh is a lot more telling than the seeing it seeing can be a very deceiving thing uh hearing can be yes deceiving but less deceiving than seeing um 
you know, people can uh, put some kind of idea in your mind with a site. Um, it's mostly advertising, in my opinion. But uh, with hearing, when music comes in or when uh, voices come in or when thoughts come in or when friends uh, talk, that means a lot to me. And, and she taught me that, you know, and it means a lot to me to... That's why I do radio was one of the reasons uh, that's she inspired me to make something that you can't see, but you can hear. And I have so many amazing people involved in my life. Um, they don't need to be seen. They need to be heard. Uh, you know, and honestly, it extends quite far outside of the circle of people who are great musicians um, what it extends to is, um, you know, people who have something to say, uh, people who have something they need to be, uh, people who have something they need to be understood as, you know? So I, I have tried to do that with my show. We're, you know, we're not even, we're only, we have another 45 minutes, Right. 35 minutes? No. Um, I don't understand. Minutes. I don't understand math. <laughs> oh, man. Time is irrelevant. I'm looking at seconds for minutes. I don't understand math. But what I would like to you do... don't understand military because time. Because <laughs> here's what I think in my life, what I've learned from Michelle Leona, especially. Uh, music and words um, give the most picturesque ideas of life. You don't need sight. Sight is bullshit. Sight gives you a lot of stupid um, things that you and, can't understand. It's like that expression, like children should be seen, not heard. That yeah. always rubbed me the wrong that, way. Me too. Yeah. Because it's not, it's not fair. And you're not, that means you're not even trying to listen to them. So yeah. like. You're just looking at them like I an think object. sight is like the sight's like the easy way out. They're like you're like oh I can say it. Right. Do I believe it? It's very easy to lie in a picture because somehow Absolutely. somehow we we believe pictures as proof. Yes, you can also mm-hmm. oh because everyone's like oh pictures worth a thousand words and you're like is it though like I mean nowadays you can like put like a picture that is such bullshit you together can totally or you can also i i messed with my brother once by arranging pictures from his spring vacation right. <laughs> which is fun totally which there's nothing story. wrong with that there's nothing wrong with but that I, I made captions i made totally lying captions um and made this Lauren into egypt a, you yeah. know etc so so here's the thing i would love for you guys both to i want your most not what people think your most profound song is, but what you feel in your heart is is what is what you believe about yourself. You know, like I want you to uh, convey your most um, deepest ideas because it's radio. I mean, yeah, we have no nobody can see you. Um, I stopped taking video. I mean, I do mm-hmm. take video because. That's where we live. But, you know, like, what is, what gives people the best identification of you as a person? 
as an artist, as a musician, as a, as an actor, as a, um, you know, as just someone who is a feeling being, you know, what is it? And you both have, you know, plenty of time. So there's no rush. You're asking them to answer musically? Yes. The question. Okay. Musically, yes. And Eve, as ladies do, we have to start first. All right. Well, I think that... It's hard. When it, when it comes to... At the end of the day. At the end? At the end of the day, who I, who I want to be and yeah. who I want. What is the song at the end of the day you want to be? You know, I already did that because I wanted to be, I wanted to be the person that, you know, like, this is cool. You're cool. Brooklyn is cool. Radio Free. Brooklyn, Brooklyn is cool. Is cool. Um, talking about things that, you know, talking about things that hurt other people. That's cool. Talking about things that hurt us, me personally, um, is very hard. Yes. Um, talking about racism, talking about the KKK, these things are hard for You're, me to do because. And you've already done it tonight, so you did need, you could like you could fluff off, you know, so you could fluff it. Um, I'm either gonna do skeleton dance or. Uh, Can I choose? It'll be because oh, I know choose, all your choose, music. Choose, so. choose, 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 please choose. Well, no, give me the cho- two choices: do, uh, skeleton dance or this uh, really or like smoking skeleton. gun. I really like skeleton. Okay, skeleton dance is my favorite. That's what I love. And uh, musically, this is kind of this is kind of what I want to keep doing musically because this I want to represent you as a musician. Moving forward, I want to be the. More groovy, so groove it out, girl. I would like like to be funky in the future. Funk it, funk. I keep my head down 
Eve Blackwater. If you're just tuning in, it is Mockumental on Radio Free Brooklyn. You can uh, hear us every other week. Um, uh, we love our other weekly show, though. So tune in every Friday from 8 to 10. Um, we're going to hand the guitar over to my friend and love. And oh God, I just like like guru. I is that a way? Is that a, is that OK to say? Um, my friend, uh, Joker Orion, um, he's going to play us out. I think, um, I want to say this, um, if you want to buy Eve's albums, they're amazing. All of them. I listened to everything today and I was like blown away again by them. I've listened to them, but Eve, so on iTunes, it's Eve Blackwater and two albums. Yes. Uh, right. There's a, well, you know what? There's one good album and two good singles and an amazing video on YouTube. Yes. So find the uh, Eve Blackwater. Eve Blackwater. E-V-E-B-L-A-C-K-W-A-T-E-R. Find her um, on YouTube. Find her on iTunes. Um, she's amazing. I mean, duh. Nah, you're I mean, amazing. She's amazing. Uh, and also find Joe Crow Ryan if you if Band you just new release. Yeah, if you just like Google Joe J O E 
Crow, C-R-O-W, Ryan, R-Y-A-N, you'll find him as you would E-V-E-B-L-A-C-K-W-A-T-E-R. So please do that. And now Joe Crowine will fucking take us out, baby. May you always be older than you look. Yes. Yes. May your friends and family like to eat the things you like to cook. May you have the knack of figuring out what makes people tick. May you be in heaven hours before the doctors know you're sick. May your mind remind your legs to lift so you don't hurt your back. May you understand what's serious and what was just a crack. May your limbs be ever supple. May your wit be ever quick. May you be in heaven hours before the doctors know you're sick. May you never lose your stamina while walking up a hill. May the one who gave you thrills remain the one who thrills you still. If you haven't that one with you, may you get to take your pick. May you be in heaven hours before the doctors know you're sick. Dance solo! (laughs) May your listeners keep their interest until your story ends. May you be someone who's trusted by your family and friends. May your pants waist stay just whiter than your waist across his thick. <sighs> May you be in heaven hours before the doctors know your Killian Coda. Thank you for closing with that. Thank you. Oh, that was fantastic. I know. It's one of my favorites. Oh, so cute. Um, I actually meant to play it in the beginning, so I'm glad you That's rounded it up That's in the back. Thank you. Um, we nice are uh, a, a community radio uh, station, so we serve you as a community. Thank you for listening, and good night. To you, thank you. This is Mockumental on Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, find us on uh, Potomatic if you want the replay, <gasps> bitches. I don't, I don't care I mean, about. We, we do have a minute. Uh, change, I, uh, so. uh, I, I want to just promote the people who okay. are in the room. Uh, Joe Crow, Ryan, Joe Crow, Ryan. Every Tuesday, little skips. Every Tuesday, Open Little mic. Skips that's and all. Eve Blackwater. That's all you need to know. E-V-E Blackwater. Look her up. Find her music. She's amazing. Thank you for listening. And yeah. I appreciate your business, bitches. Oh, I still have time. Oh, <laughs> uh, what? That was a smooth outro. You know, let's... Uh... <laughs> Summer Bingham, who uh, headed oh, up. Oh, that's good. That's I'm, good. I'm recording right now with Summer. Oh, are you? Oh, are you? I am then one of those. Uh, I'm so lucky to get to do that. And she headed up the uh, end the, the last the, several years yes. of the anti folk thing. And and uh, Summer wanted to give her a shout She's out. She's going to be on here. She already was on my uh, compadres uh, radio show on this station. So thank you so much for listening. We are mockumental.